Hi everyone! Um, so it's been a long time since I recorded and then I just thought rather than plan everything because I used to make a lot of notes and plans and um, topics for different episodes and try to kind of like fit things neatly and then I got so caught up in planning I didn't actually do any of it after life caught up but you know lo and behold it's May and then this started in January (laughs) Um, yeah and true to my procrastinating nature oh actually it's not really that much procrastination we'll get into that later Um, but yeah I thought oh um, maybe I would release something for May the 4th, uh, May the 4th be with you, um, but it's now almost one week later. So I feel like I should just call this stream of consciousness and then just do stream of consciousness because there's so much content out there anyway that, um, you know, chances that this will get listened to is very low. Um, and you know what, it doesn't really need to get planned Anyway, somewhere in the universe, it will find its way to whoever might be interested in this. Um, But yeah, maybe just a bit of context. So January, February, mainly January, I think, um, I started this in my home in Singapore, which I miss, um, the, the specific home, like our flat. And now fast forward five months and I'm recording this in a really gorgeous home in a suburb in um, a city in Victoria, Australia that is not Melbourne. Um, So I moved to Geelong. Uh, Those of you not familiar with Australia probably wouldn't have heard of it. It's the second largest city. Um, It's en route from Melbourne to the Great Ocean Road, which I'm sure you've probably heard of and um, kind of just experience suburban, experiencing suburban life for the first time. And in a lot of ways, if I look back on the last few months, a lot of things have gone according to plan, right? Um, you know, I there were some kind of like personal things that happened, not to me, but to people very close to me. Um, but, you know, very thankful for how a lot of that unfolded, even though it wasn't... Um, the ideal situation but in a lot of ways things have kind of gone according to my plans for myself for this year right I specifically chose to go to um, a university that is well known in Australia but not well known outside um, that uh, for various reasons I can get into that separately Um, you know I wanted to get work and I wanted to get casual work Um, and you know for those of you not familiar with casual work it's kind of like um flexible freelance part-time work usually not always in the service industries so you can get offered shifts or you can get offered specific projects and you can turn it down Um, usually you want to accept it because it uh, you know then you get more work options but yeah so I'm doing casual work which is really interesting Uh, and um, I also got accepted into pretty much all the volunteer work that I wanted to do, kind of to the point where I had to make a decision to uh, take up only two out of four of them. But the volunteer work, a lot of which is, um, you know, working on helplines and grief lines and, you know, just crisis support is a really important part of, first of all, 
understanding if going down the pathway of psychology or therapy is um, something that suits you or suits me in this case. Um, you know, secondly, it's also needed if you do continue to um, further study. Like if you want to get into your master's or PsyD for psychology, for instance, um, it's something that they definitely look at because they want to know with a limited number of spaces that this is something that you actually know that you want to do. And then thirdly, I think it's it's a very um, it's kind of quite a cool part of Australian culture where I think volunteering is a really big part of the culture. So um, you know, I could do like a whole forty five minute ramble on the difference between Australian culture and Singapore and China culture. <laughs> but um, I have noticed that a lot of people from young grow up with the mindset of volunteering and giving back to the community in a lot of different ways. Right, and so I thought that was that was something that I wanted to do this year as well, and I was really happy to get accepted into all of these. Um, pretty much completed the training, or about to complete it, and have done some shifts as well already. And um, you know, on top of that, I got the first choice for my honors thesis that I was hoping to get. Uh, yeah, so all in all, work, volunteer, the idea of getting a different experience in a different kind of university, in a different type of neighbourhood, in a different city, um, all kind of is going according to plan. And amazingly, I am not more than three days behind schedule on schoolwork, although I am two months behind schedule on basically building... Um, building you know, things that I want to build for myself rather than for uh, for the short, shorter or medium term, you know, things that kind of fit into my long, longer term plan. More on that in future when that's ready, uh, when that's readier. Um, yeah, and that's why I say in a lot of ways, I'm not really procrastinating. Um, you know, I'm not as far behind as I would otherwise be and it's been a long time since I've been so consistently uh, hitting schedules. Part of that is not putting that much stress on myself uh, for for academics because, uh, well, for multiple reasons, but I think it was part of the plan. Um, and part of that is just, uh, yeah, I think just that it's, I don't think I procrastinated as much on anything except exercise. And that is one of the things that I realized um, that I want to kind of reconfigure moving ahead. Um, and hopefully without waiting for, without always pushing it back, without going after this assignment, after this deadline, after this deadline, then I will have clear time to do it. Because what I realized that is that a lot of the, a lot of, I don't know, new thoughts or ideas or solutions kind of come when there's a bit of time pressure. So it comes in the spaces between things that I've scheduled for myself or in the spaces when, you know, I'm on a car ride and not really thinking of something or going on a walk and not really thinking of something. Um, so I think not assuming that having that blank space, like a one month break and then getting everything done then, because trust me, I've tried, it has not happened. <laughs> um, it, you know, that, that just kind of doesn't work. So I'm trying to build more balance. And in some ways, I've really done that quite well, I think. Um, and in some ways, I've really fallen behind. So um, definitely, not just exercise, but like training for jiu-jitsu is harder 
in Geelong because I haven't found a school that I like so I've really dropped off it and I can feel it affecting me mentally and physically and emotionally um, on top of that I think another reflection is that um, the the volunteering work as well as also studying psychology as well as coming into contact I think with a lot of people who have much less than I do or to come from a very different background uh, you know from from what I've had in Singapore where I'm, where I'm quite fortunate um, I think realizing the realities of the world also as context both of my housemates, one of whom was short-term and so she moved out, but both of my housemates are like in the social work slash trauma psychology slash like disability support space. And so, you know, I, I think for for a few months, I was just constantly surrounded with the harsher realities of, um, of everyday life. You know, it's not... Um, it's not like we're going through a war or a natu- natural disaster or anything like that. But I think on a day-to-day basis, just realizing the amount of shit that people have to go through um, and you know what people call on the helplines with, it's not something that takes its toll immediately or clearly. It's something that, at least for me, kind of builds up over time and then after a month or two, I realize like, oh my gosh, I'm so tired because there's so much reality to process. Um, You know, if I've come from a pretty sheltered background. Um, Yeah, I wish I could tell you some of the things that I've heard on some of these helplines, but, you know, it is confidential. Uh, So I'm just playing on the safe side, even if I anonymize them. Um, Yeah, and... And so I think that's definitely something to something I've learned about myself, about the capacity to take on um, all of these like other people's realities, even if I'm not internalizing it, even if I you know I'm able to like, hey, step away from a call or a difficult conversation and do I don't know online shopping or hop on Netflix. At some point, I think it does it it, it is something to think about and something that kind of frames the way I think about my own existence bigger questions like my pathway am I really cut out for this what is the space that I want to work in and where I am best suited to contribute um yeah so that's been happening I will say some of the things that are quite special about um, about Australia that I think I knew last year but kind of are coming about in a different way this year is um, like the basic level of decency here is so high not to you know not to roast in everything there's still there's still a lot of issues to work out whether you're talking about um, you know historical colonization and how that trickles through society today whether you're talking about um anti-trans nazi protests which happened like in the middle of melbourne city uh in broad daylight on a saturday um whether you are talking about you know intimate partner violence where the rates are much higher than i would have expected i think it's about 20 to 35 percent of um women in their first 
year after giving birth experience some form of intimate partner violence um, and also what that partner violence means and uh, kind of understanding what that looks like is has also been an education for me um, yeah so there are definitely a lot of things to build on but I, I feel like one thing that has always struck me is that the basic level of decency here is so high even though people are going through so much shit um, that it's it's quite it's quite amazing how friendly and considerate and kind people can be and you have no idea how much they're struggling with um, you know or how patient people are when let's say a restaurant is understaffed and you know, between every course of a four-course meal, it takes like 40 minutes to serve. Um, and people are very okay with that. I've never been chased, you know, I've never seen anybody kind of chase for it. Um, yeah, so it's, uh, it's, it's quite a special thing, I think, about Australia. Um, the second thing is also just how, how open and available and happy people are to help. Right. And I say this like both when it comes to um, what I'm seeing in university, where people willingly go the extra mile for other people on discussion boards to like find a resource for them or like point them to, you know, where they can get an answer. When I'm talking about a discussion board where there are literally like more than 500 posts and they realize that somebody is gone, not going to find their answer, so let me just post it there for them. Um, you know, to, I don't know, what was I saying? Helping people out? Um, yeah, to like stopping the car to get out to help somebody who has fallen off from their, slipped from their walk on a rainy day. Like I've seen all of that and it's just, like it's so common that it really makes me, it really makes me feel kind of, shitty about myself in some ways and also inspired about what society can be like um and also and you know just worried that if i get into another if i move into a different context that i would become further away from from myself adopting these kinds of behaviors or these kinds of norms um yeah uh, was that rambly enough? I'm not sure, but you know, right now I'm. Um, I guess I just thought I'd take a break from reading about a whole bunch of pretty boring, badly written research papers, um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, and record some reflections before they kind of escape me. Um, I might do a separate one on uh, what I've been doing in the coaching space, which um, has been behind my plans for now. I think that's definitely something I want to work on a bit more. Um, yeah, and probably another one on long distance relationships because that just happened and or parent-child relationships because just spent two weeks in a confined space with my dad and sister after not living with a parent for a few years. Um, yeah, and then uh, maybe one on the volunteering, some of which I'm really excited 
to start on because there's a new one that I'm uh, that I'm working that I'm volunteering with um, when it comes to LGBTIQA plus support and um, I'm really excited about that because I'm learning so much and I'm afraid that I will stop being motivated when that kind of like more formal or more like group-based learning stops uh, but definitely learning a lot there and um, hopefully something I could put up soon yep okay so that's it for now back to papers and uh, probably renaming this dead dormant podcast <laughs> okay have a good day bye